And now a word from our legal department. Full disclaimer, our intent is to share, edify, and uplift. Though our perspectives may differ, we share them from a place of love and our truths at the moment. As the title suggests, we are thinking women who do better as they know better. With that being said, we pray you enjoy our candid conversations and understand that the thoughts and opinions are our own. And now to Educated and Evolved. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are joining in to listen to our podcast, Educated and Evolved. We are here. We are ready to get this topic rolling. I am Kenyatta Davenport. I am Ronjan Davis. <laughs> Sabrina Vereen. And I am Tawanya Scarborough. And we've got a great topic that was submitted by um, one of our podcasters, one of the members of the group, Sabrina. And the topic today is boundaries. Mm. Boundaries. So go ahead, Sabrina. I'm going to give you the floor. Start it off. Ma'am. You said start it off? Um, Yes. Okay. Boundaries. How do we set them? How do we respect them? What do we do when they're disrespected? And how do you feel about setting boundaries or boundaries being set on you? Mm. So when we're talking about boundaries, uh, are you talking about boundaries at work? Are you talking about boundaries at home? You're talking about boundaries everywhere. Boundaries everywhere and individually planned. All right. So go on and answer your question. How do you feel about boundaries being placed on you? Oh, um, I'm okay with it because if I think if you care about a person, a human being, boundaries are okay. I don't mind someone setting boundaries with me, but don't expect me to know what the boundaries are. I can't assume if I'm overstepping my boundary. I think mm-hmm. you need to be clear about a boundary to an individual. If you tell an individual, I don't want to discuss this or that, or I don't want to do this or that then they know what's expected of them. And then if they disrespect it, or if I disrespect that boundary, that, that, that's on me because I disrespected the boundary that you told me about. I so agree. I- yeah, I agree with that because you, you don't know if somebody doesn't communicate it or um, if you know a situation hasn't occurred. And so I have another question for you. So what kind of boundaries have you placed? On? (laughs) Hello? What kind of boundaries have you placed on others? On others? Um, My children, they have boundaries with me. I I have boundaries for them. Want to let the people kind of know, those people who need help? What boundaries my kids have? Um, I don't know. It's a bunch of them. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think that boundaries for me are um, are difficult mm. because internally you may know that something affects you. Mm-hmm. However, you have not expressed it that it's something that affects you, and so that's where it comes in that people don't know that they have crossed boundaries. And so, um, for example, 
You know, I don't even know if I have an example per se. I think I'm the type of person where are we talk, you know, when you talk boundaries or also talking, you cross the line. You know, I think as, as family would have it, there are certain things that you may not share because, you know, that's your, that's your own boundary. Like, you know, listen, I'm not even going to have this discussion with them because I don't want to put them in that part of my business. Mm, but, oh, I want to say something there. And I think that that is a detriment that we have created amongst families and not just our families, but families in general, because when we don't tell our own families what the boundaries are, mm-hmm. they will continue to cross it. And then you create these unspoken animosities right. towards each other. And so I think that when it comes to our families, just like we communicate our boundaries with our friends, we need to communicate them with our families as well, you know, because we don't want, we always talk about, we, we can't read people's mind. We can't read people's mind. We need to extend that same thing to the people who have um, raised us, who were blood related to, because they can't read minds either. Right. Right. So then are we talking about boundaries or are we talking about feelings? Well, I think that sometimes that when we're talking about the word boundary, that we're scared to hurt somebody's feelings by communicating what those boundaries are. Right. And you can't be afraid. If you're trying to protect yourself, your mental well-being, your emotional health, if you're, I mean, if you're going to say, oh, well, I'm going to communicate all my boundaries to these people because they'll respect them or whatever, but I'm not going to tell these people that's not fair to the other people. Because if your family, if you want your family to also respect your boundaries, you have to let them know. Um, And I'll be really transparent. Like with my mother, for example, it was very hard for her to respect the boundaries that we put up, not just from a marital perspective, which she's never intruded in our marriage, but from just a day-to-day perspective like I have boundaries like please don't call me after a certain time I need to wind down please don't call me during a certain time of the day because you know I'm doing xyz or I need to focus on a particular you know task um and so those are those are basic types of boundaries but those boundaries are still important Mm -hmm. and when a person continues to cross those boundaries you have to communicate to them hey, remember that we talked about X, Y, Z, and this is why, you know, just like that person has boundaries as well. And they say, well, you know what, please don't call me before, you know, 8.30 a.m. or, you know, or don't tell me how to run my my household or what, you know, whatever. Mm. It it still has to be communicated. Mm. Okay. Okay. So what other, what are, okay. I think I kind of spaced out for a moment. I was listening in there. So when we're talking about boundaries and we talk about like, don't call after this time, um, don't comment on certain things because, it's you, not know, business. you know, that's not your business. Um, what are some other boundaries that you have with coworkers? Okay. So for example, so um, speaking only for me, so I, I'm at a new school, so I haven't, 
formally set up boundaries with the teachers per se, but I have set up boundaries with my administration. So when I went into the interview, um, my interview initially was virtually. And then when I went in person to get a feel of the school and actually meet my administrators in person, I did bring up boundaries and I asked her, what are your boundaries? You know, I have boundaries. What are some of your boundaries? And we had a really honest non-contentious conversation about boundaries and that is please do not contact me after 7 p.m monday through thursday please do not reach out to me on the weekend unless it is an absolute emergency that must be taken care of and so um you know those were some things that we talked about and those boundaries have not been crossed not from me and then not from either of them as well Okay, so after that discussion, this is a question. How do you go about setting boundaries? Like approaching the person, hey, we need to set some boundaries. That is that what you just say? Yeah, that, that's what you say. And if they ask why, please explain mm -hmm. to them why. Okay. Yeah, you know, because if, say for instance, so like for kids, because y'all have, those y'all would... Um, kids still at home you've not you answered the question about what boundaries you have for your kids which I know that you have some because I've been friends with y'all for dang near 20 years so I know mm -hmm. um so just like when you set your boundaries with your kids so if your boundaries are okay here's your mobile device you can use your mobile device between this time and this time however you cannot take it to school at nighttime at this time it must be turned in that's a boundary when mommy and daddy are having a conversation you are not to intrude that is a boundary hmm. okay so hmm. some people might refer to them as rules but i mean you could call it whatever mm -hmm. but a boundary is when you are establishing a safe perimeter about what you want to protect Right. And what if you don't realize that you want it to be a boundary and someone cross it? Do you come back and say, hey, I think you crossed the boundary or let me establish that this is a boundary of mine? How do you that's how you reverse it? How you just said it is how you present it. OK. Because I think sometimes like um, Ron Gent said earlier, um, I think she said something maybe you don't realize it's a boundary that you want, don't want anyone to cross until it happens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And I think I'm bad for that. I, I do think I am I'm bad for that, that I let people continue to cross boundaries. And then all of a sudden it's like a, a kettle. Mm. Yeah. Either I, I explode or I cut them off totally. Just like out of nowhere, like I'm done because you've crossed boundaries, but it's bad on me because I have not even told them that it's a boundary. Right. And it's not fair to the other person. So you penalizing the other person for something they didn't even know about. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's Which, like, mm, I'm done. I'm finished. Then it's like, oh, but they didn't even know. You didn't even say anything. So right. I, I think I think I have a problem in my own way now. You guys know we are on our own when we're in our private conversation. It doesn't seem that way that I don't like hurting people's feelings. I really don't. I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't, and, and, and y'all like, what? But some situations where some folks beg for it, but if I really still care, care about that individual, it is really hard for me to say to them this, that, and other. Like I said, unless I'm like a, a kettle and then I pop. Mm -hmm. But that goes back to communication. Yeah. People can't read minds. Right. 
And I always say that, and, and, and I think they should. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the biggest boundary for me is probably my is definitely there's two places is my marriage and my kids. Right. You know, if it is unsolicited advice. And sometimes it's unsolicited, but it's beneficial. So, you know, you can roll with it. However, there are times where um, where people who, or or here's my thing. I'm going I'm to say it exactly how it happened. There was a moment where my father and my sister were here. And this is a full transparent moment. And... Um, we talked about, like with my father, we talked about, you know, Vana has headaches and, you know, she goes to the neurologist and, you know, we try to figure out um, what is the root of the headaches. And it just, it just has to do with stress, sleep, school, you know, just everything. Like it's, it's just, you just got headaches. And so he was pressing it like, why, why, why? And I'm like, listen, I take my kids to the doctor anytime it's anything. Okay. We go into the doctor because I'm not going to sit there and say, Oh, let me just give you this, um, you know, snake oil and say, you are, right. you know what I mean? Like back in the day, you may not have gone to the doctor for everything that ailed you because you didn't have the finances. You didn't have the resources or you didn't have the time to go. You know, it was just something could be fixed. And that moment was a major trigger for me because I'm like, listen, I take it one thing for certain. I take care of my kids, you know. So the the assumption or presentation that it was something I missed or something I wasn't doing, I was like, no, you, you know, you know. And then the same thing with my sister it was like, you need to make them do this or you need to make them do that. And I'm like, first of all, you going to be here for this short period of time. You can't try to dictate or tell me how to handle this, this, that, and the other when your presence is like one day, one moment. And then understanding the dynamics of the household don't do that you know it was like don't do that you're, you're gonna be here for a week and then you're gonna be gone did you communicate that i did okay so that was that was okay. oh no i i you know right i did that's how that's how the conversation went okay you know don't don't come in here you're gonna be here for a week and you're gonna tell somebody how to handle some things you know, if we're on we're on vacation, but during our time of vacation where we're supposed to be able to relax and get things in order, we got to entertain. Come on now. So that was your way of communicating boundaries to her? I guess, but okay. I don't know for sure. That's what I'm, you know, that's my question. That's oh. my, you know, that's my response. Okay. Is that that? That was your setting the boundary. You're here for seven days. I'm here with them 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, nonstop, except for the time that they're in school or I, or they're at practice. So, yeah, you absolutely set the boundary. Okay. Mind your business. Oh. Mind your business, period. 
Okay, so how do you set boundaries with your spouse? Because they have boundaries as well. Oh my God! So I can't answer this. It goes back. A spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, loved one. Yeah. So, like, my husband knows I don't like to get up super duper early. He's the early bird in our family. I am not. So, one of my boundaries is please don't cut on. Don't cut on what? The overhead light. She turned that overhead lamp on. I'm awake. Then I'm gonna be cranky, and I don't want to be cranky. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, that's just a minor deeper. one, but it, it still that's, has a yeah. I'm like, that's a minor boundary. That, that's he just... will continue to do that. <laughs> I mean, that is minor. We we kind of go through that, but it, you, we ask, "Can I cut this?" Like that's one thing that that Anthony will he will ask, "Can I cut the light on?" You know, or I'll ask, "Can I cut?" Well, sometimes I'll just cut the light on because I'm like, "You need to get up." Well. Okay. It'll be later in the day, though. But you know, I digress. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. My family is blended, so I think a boundary that I have with any mate that I ever have is when it comes to my children. Um, you can listen. However, since my children are grown, your input it would only be to me. Mm. Only to me it would be. One, because I don't know if my children will receive it from you. And I don't know how they'll, how they will act after you think you're going to say something to them. So mm-hmm. it's best. And I've always said that. That has been a boundary, definitely. If, if you think something could be handled a different way within their life, communicate it through me privately. And only because of tension that can arise in your household. And and of course they would receive something better from me because I'm the mother. Mm, I got I, I want to kind of push back on that just a little bit because mm-hmm. if you all are a family, a blended family, should these things I understand the conversation beforehand. Mm-hmm. But if your mate never is allowed to say anything to your children, then what kind of message does that send? Um, the message that you can't relate to my children. I mean, well, do you it, mean to my uh, children? What message that relates to? Because it, it isn't. They don't know. I don't go to. I wouldn't go to them and say, "Hey." No, no, no. So what, what I'm you hearing mean? you say, and I could be wrong. What I'm hearing you say is that if there's an issue with one of the children and your mate does not like it, you would prefer that he speaks to you first without addressing the children. Now, will there come a time when he is able to address the children, or is he not allowed to ever address the children, only hey and bye? No, 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 no. If there is a situation going on at hand, for instance, if if they were younger, now they're grown now, but if they were when they were younger and you know the child is doing something misbehaving. Yes, you definitely have a right to say something because as an adult, I wouldn't tell an adult that I can't tell my child that that's wrong. Okay. I mean, something personal, if I'm trying to think of a good example. Okay. I don't think she should be wearing this outfit. How about that? There you go. There you go. Right. Because you're a man and that's a girl and you know how men look at girls. That's right. Example, Kim. Um, you would say to me, 
oh, even in that situation, I'd probably be okay with that being expressed because again, you're a man and that's a, a girl and she needs to hear that part. Mm-hmm. Something personal. If one of my children came to me, oh, I cannot think of a really good example. That okay, if they brought it to the house as we were sitting there. And I guess maybe if they wanted just my opinion or not even. I can't give you an example of that, but I do know certain situations would call for us to discuss it. Or you'd give me your opinion in the room later on. You and know, we're in yeah. the room later on. But again, yeah. kids don't receive, not all kids receive things from a step parent. Right. But at some point, you know what I'm saying? Like at some point, if we're going to be a truly blended family, mm-hmm. I think that the, the the children, grown or not, have to be willing. And I guess these are the things that are set up prior to uh-huh. the blending of the families. Not always. Well, I mean, not. I said I'm. I, I'm just. You saying. would hope. You would That's hope. A, yeah. You would, you hope. would hope that these things are set up and established prior to the blending of the families like the families have gone through the family counseling and whatever whatnot mm-hmm. and the boundaries have been established that such and such is not your biological father but he is your um man of the house and so as the head of the house then we're going to respect him and and i i guess maybe i'm getting off base but no, like no. at some point um the kids have to Listen, and not—I mean, you know, we I all listen, as an we, adult, yeah, period. Yeah. yeah, and we take things with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like we know sometimes we listen and we ain't got to respond. We just listen right. so we can say, "Oh, I heard you." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's right. what I'm trying to get. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. That's part of the deal, and I guess maybe because they have—they do have their biological dad in their life. So if it's something that they want to speak to a man or their dad about that's who they would call but certain situations I know I know how my children are and how they will receive it from whomever even myself I'm not always the one that they're going to receive it from I sometimes pass the baton off to others like my sisters to say something to them that's just how people are yeah yeah we yeah yeah, we're blended because we're blended because there's the the four of us yeah, I mean, there's the four children, and there's two external, and then two in the join. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely did present itself, and then I think over these, and it's crazy because I'm like, we've been married for 16 years, but right. you know, as Anthony said, so we've been together for about 20 years, right? You mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, God, dog, for real, for real, for real. Thumbs up. I'm thinking- <laughs> I mean, so we've been together for 30, so. You know, and so with the older kids and you look at the age that we got together, their their boundaries of stuff that they could say, you know, about the relationship, about the other person, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, that's not, that's not your place. You know what I mean? That's not your place. That's not your, that's not your business. You know, or being able to say things to them. I think that between the two children, there was a different type of acceptance from one than there was from the other. And then there was a level where you're like, 
you know what, I'll just talk to like in your in your own mind, you set the boundary of saying, I'll just talk to your father about that. And then he could relate that. So okay. that I could definitely understand. I could definitely understand that. Right. You know, I could definitely relate to that. And I've always been, you know, I've I've been a stepchild, you know, and there's um there's different conversations of things that you're like, do you want that parent speaking to you about? Mm-hmm. You know. And um and feeling like, yeah, they're overstepping the boundary. Or people kind of um, recognizing it to be a boundary. However, giving people the benefit of the doubt that they are caring or they are loving when they're possibly just being intrusive. Right. You know, because we'll make concessions for people all the time. We will allow people to overstep a boundary and then have to roll back because you let them overstep a boundary and they're just being intrusive or they're being disrespectful. And you have to have that conversation. You have to be able to to stop it where it is and say, you know, I didn't appreciate this mm-hmm. or I didn't appreciate that. Right. So... So, um, looks like we've lost Tawanya for the second or third time. Not sure what's going on with her connections, but um, yeah, boundaries. You just got to know when, and I, um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> and do they sometimes change? Oh, like if you, yes. If you've set boundaries with an individual, and time has gone on, do you? Do you turn around and change some boundaries? Do you say, no, we can no longer do this, that, or the third? Absolutely. I guess you can. Yeah. As you grow, like your boundaries that you had at 16 should not still be the same boundary at 26 or 36 or 46. And it's possible that it could. But I think as you encounter more, as you experience more, as you as you just learn more about yourself, you I can say for me at 48, I know my 40s have been everything and a bag of chips because it's certain stuff that I'm not about to put up with. I'm not about to let nobody disrupt my peace. I'm quick to cut on the do not disturb. I'm quick to go to Starbucks and mind my beautiful business. No plug, but I mean, Starbucks, if you want to sponsor me, I'd be happy to do that. I am quick to come in my room and shut the door. Like certain things I am quick to do where I'm not about to let anybody anybody and I love everybody but I'm not about to let y'all disrupt my peace and I'm even taking a personal way so in my educational career um I had always been the person that my door my front out my office door was always open right Mm -hmm. Um, kids come in all the time teachers would come in all the time and there was nothing that I would not do like if something needs to be done I would do it. But that led to the detriment in my overall attitude. I'm just going to say that, right? Certain things, pretty much everything aggravated me. Everything. Because it's just like, Jesus, Kenyatta, when are you going to put up a boundary and say, no, you can't come in right now. I need this time to myself. No, you can't do this job because you're already stretched thin. 
So right. I had to set up the boundaries um, for myself. Now, have they totally dissipated? No. And, and that's, an, it, well, I can't, in this season, yes, because I'm in a different space. I'm in a different head space. People don't come into a classroom to interrupt, but they'll come into an office to interrupt, which is interesting. Um, and, and kids, children, you set the boundaries from day one and they don't cross the boundaries because they know that they're not playing with you. Now you'll have one or two that's going to try it. And that's just in every facet of life. And then those one or two got to get the business as our counterpart Greer would say. And um, after that, we keep it moving, but it's just like certain things. I'm not, I'm traveling now. So if you don't have enough money to pay your bill, shame on you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm taking my money and I'm traveling because I work too hard for my money. Like, mm-hmm. I want to enjoy life. But my 40s have been everything because there's certain things that I'm just not allowing you to do. I'm just not. I'm just not. Mm-mm, not. Mm-mm. And 50 going to be even better. Hello? Amen. I mean that. Like, no. Mm-mm. If you ain't trying to help build, you can't ride this way. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I love you, but I'm going to love you from afar. Amen. And that's a boundary that I'm setting for myself. And I've told my nieces and nephews, I say, y'all, y'all, mm-mm. y'all help put my mother in the grave, but you ain't gonna put me in the grave. Mm-mm. Not, not on this side of heaven or the other side of hell. So that's a boundary that I set up for myself. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. I'll, y'all figure it out. Everybody want to be grown? Figure it out. Yeah. You see, it ain't so, it ain't so kosher on this side. Ain't no fun when a rabbit got to go. Say that. <laughs> Say that. So, yeah, I think boundaries are definitely needed. Um, you need to communicate boundaries because at the end of the day, you have to give account for your life. And if it's not bringing happiness or joy or or um, upward mobility or positivity into your life, set the boundary. Set the boundary and stick to the boundary. And I'm going to give a plug. I have had this lady's book, but I follow her on Instagram. Um, she has a book. Let me go get it because I don't want to communicate the title. But when I saw the book, I said, I've got to get this book and I've got to read this book. Now, I'm going to read the book, but everybody knows I'm a book. The name of the book is called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. Her name is Dr. Nedra Glover Tawab. I follow her on Instagram. And Dr. Nedra, if you're listening, I love you. Um, I even brought the workbook. So um, mm. if you don't follow her, on, I would strongly suggest that you do because her words of, of knowledge really just makes sense. Just really makes sense. And it's, it's practical. And she is a licensed clinical social worker. And I'm not sure what MSW means. What's that mean? Master's of Master's social, work? social work. Okay, yes. Okay. I, I am kind of smart. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, and I'll t- even, let me read the back. We all want to have healthy boundaries, but what does that really mean? And what steps are needed to implement them in our daily lives? So, oh. I, yeah, this is good. Um, she presents clear explanations and interactive exercises to help you gain insight and then put it into action. So, if you have not read her book, I would strongly suggest that you read it and um, just learn how to set the boundaries that will work for your life. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I definitely like that. I think I will start reading it today. 
Write me too. I might need to get it on Kindle. Yep, get it on Kindle. That would be a good book study for us. Yeah. Okay, mm. Kate, you want to shut us out or close us out? Yes. Uh, Ronjin, you close us out, boo. Close us out? Yeah. You better go ahead on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our topic for today, boundaries, how to set them, how to implement them, and how to just make them work for you. We want to thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate your um, your thoughtfulness and your prayers as we sit, seek to just put voices to words and thoughts. So make sure you share. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So this has been our latest edu- um, episode, excuse me, of Educated and Evolved. You all make it a great, great rest of your day. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great week, everyone. You too.